working out. I'm getting my run. I'm getting my mind right. I'm doing all that stuff, all that stuff, 5 a.m. to about closer to 7. I'm in the gym. In about two hours, not in the gym, obviously. I take my hour run, come back and, you know, do my weights, you know, get in the pool. If it's actually the pool, sauna and, you know, not get my legs right, all that kind of stuff. I take care of my body. I do. I make sure I make that a priority first thing in the morning, right? And as I mentioned before on this podcast, depending on which gym I'm at, if let's say I'm visiting a different gym because I, I travel a lot, I, I, I do a lot of different workshops and stuff like that. Let's say I'm go, I, at this particular Wednesday, I was at a different gym. It was actually in L.A. Fitness. I, I signed up to L.A. Fitness. At this L.A. Fitness, it's in Boynton. It's in Boynton. It was a signature L.A. Fitness. So it was a really nice, the, it was cleanly, every really, really nice L.A. Fitness. So I, I always like it when, I visit that one. I, I I like going to that one more than more than some of the others. There was actually one in Fort Lauderdale that I'm going to I'm going to completely trash on this podcast at some point because it was just a nasty, disgusting experience. All right, but that that's not for this show. That's for a show in the future. All right. So I, I go to this LA Fitness in Boynton, and there is a tropical smoothie. There's a tropical smoothie that is set to open that is supposed to open at 7 a.m and as i've expressed in the past on this very show there's nothing better nothing better than enjoying a fat ass cold ice sweet smoothie like a mango smoothie whether it's mango strawberry whatever it is after a long run in this hot florida sun there's nothing more just mm, it's so tasty to just, just imagining it, right? Just putting it in my, oh, man, to have a great smoothie after a workout, especially a run, especially the, the cardio and the, the extensive cardio in which I do where I'm sweat dripping. I'm, I'm just, you know, getting my, I mean, man, my runs, my runs are really what's allowing me to do this show and then really, it, it really puts me in the right state of mind for me to take my day, to take every day serious and really get the most out of every single day, all right? So this tropical smoothie is supposed to open up at 7 a.m., all right? I get there. I get there. It's closer to around 7. It's closer to 7.15-ish. Um, I'm rushing because I know I have a podcast interview at 7.45. So I'm rushing. I'm like, look, I need to hurry up and get my thing and, you know, get to this podcast interview and do what I got to do. You know, you never want to be late, especially if someone has scheduled a podcast interview with you. You never want to be that person that's late and unprofessional. That is not me. That, that is not the brand. That is not the brand that I've created. That's not what I'm about. All right. And I get to the tropical smoothie at 715 and the, the girl is like rushing. She's rushing to open it up. And I, I like as I'm walking close, I'm, I'm realizing, wait a minute, 715 and no one's in there. I see the girl as I'm getting ready to walk in. She goes, oh, yeah, 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 we're open. We're open. I'm sorry, just late. You know, all this other shit, all this fucking excuses, bottom line. Bottom line is she was late, and I was rushing, like I mentioned, and I didn't get my smoothie. So I'm pissed off. I'm like, oh, it's so frustrating. I can't tell you how frustrating that is. You're supposed to be there at 7 a.m. for this reason, for this reason. Not 7.15, not just kind of straggling in. And, then, and But for the reason, that is particularly probably why whoever the franchise owner of this particular tropical smoothie is, the reason he or she probably put it in this, in this shopping center was because it's right next 
to an LA fitness and they know that people are going to come after their workout and they're going to want a smoothie. So I'm upset. I'm tired. I'm, I'm a little agitated, obviously. My morning, you know, I'm on this high from my run. I'm on this high from my workout. And the morning's a little bit ruined because it's like, ah, oh, man, you ain't going to get your smoothie. Now, luckily, there was, uh, now that was, that was the horrible experience. That was the experience I went through that was absolutely dreadful. Now, let me, let me just a couple minutes later, I had one of the best customer experiences that I've ever had, ever had. All right. Next to this tropical smoothie, there was, there is a Publix, a Publix grocery store. And I get to this Publix grocery store and I notice that they, you know, at this point I'm looking for, usually when I go to Publix, I usually get the fruit salad with a nice cold Gatorade to, to get my, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's not as, not as good as a smoothie, but it's just as good. It, it serves the purpose, right? So I get to the, I get to the Publix and I notice that they have all these, they have a bunch of cut up watermelon, just strictly watermelon as a fruit, like a watermelon fruit salad and all that. They have it for buy one, get one free. And I just kind of glance over it. I don't pay too much attention to it because at this point, I'm only really just thinking about myself. So I just pick up one. I pick up one of the fruit salads and then I go get my Gatorade. And as I'm checking out, as I'm, I'm about to pay the person to, to get my food because I'm on a rush, I got to get to this interview. The, the lady, one of the ladies that works at Publix, she grabbed another. She grabbed another fruit, a watermelon fruit salad, walks over to the cash register and gives it to me for free. And she goes, look, it's free. You know, it's free. Make sure you take advantage of the fact that it's free. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to do that. She could have just went on, you know, saved the company uh, some money or saved, saved it, didn't do anything with it, didn't, didn't give a shit about me, you know. And, and you know, I, I took that and I had a great conversation with her. I said, thank you, appreciate that. I, I saw that it was BOGO and it just completely slipped my mind because I'm, I'm kind of distracted right now. I got to get out of here. There's something I got to get to, right? Now, you take the experience I had at Publix and then you take the experience that I just had at Tropical Smoothie, and let's analyze that a little bit. Let, let's break that down to the to the let's break that down to its core, the core of it. All right, is Tropical Smoothie and the grocery store Publix competition? Yeah, are they direct competition? No, they're indirect competition. Meaning, Publix sells more than just smoothies. They're not just depending on smoothies and things like that they obviously sell more there's a wide range of items and wide range of reasons that people will be going to a Publix and there's really only one reason that someone would go to a tropical smoothie so again yeah they're competition because they sell stuff in which people eat but they're indirect competition from the standpoint of it their uh tropical smoothie doesn't sell as many things it doesn't require the amount of square footage and you know, or the expectation of going into a Publix and going into a tropical smoothie in terms of what you're going to get is not the same. However, it doesn't matter in, the, in this context, all right? When it comes to whether you're the founder of Publix or whether you're the founder of tropical smoothie, there's no substitute for understanding. There's no, there, there's no way of getting around your, the people that you hire, there's no way of getting around the people that you hire and making sure that the people that you hire 
give a shit that the people that you hire are making sure that the customer experience, are making sure that people like me are being served in a certain way, that there's no fuck-ups like the fuck-up that I just described at Tropical Smooth. So the question you should be asking yourself, if you're listening to this show, and it's you're listening to this show more than likely because you want to be successful, you want to reach your maximum potential, you want to get across the bridge, whether you want to be, whether you want to do that because you want to be the founder and the CEO of the company, or whether you want to just move up in your business, understand you got to be more like this public lady. You got to be more like the lady who would see someone like me and just out of the goodness of her heart say, here is an extra, here, here it is, because that's the deal going on right now. Versus this girl who is coming in at 7.15 to a tropical smoothie and is and pretty much just losing the company business, losing, losing the company business because someone walked right out and moved on from it. That has to be your focus. Now, if you're a listener of this and you're a founder, you're someone that I work with, that I talk to, and I deal with when it comes to getting the workshops, the Move Swiftly workshops facilitated, and those things and things of that nature. Now you really got to pay attention. You got to really, you got to really pay attention. This really, this, this episode really is for you because there's no way that you, as the founder of your company, can understand, can can control how these people act unless you outsource. You outsource some sort of service outsource some sort of entity to make sure you're staying in touch and making it so this girl who works a tropical smoothie feels like it's her business just as much as it's yours you have to outsource that process and if you don't outsource that process you will run i mean you'll just continue to hire the wrong person the wrong person and over time it's going to cost you business Because that's the way of the world. Understand that people are coming in. They, they, they take these jobs. They say, okay, I get paid X amount of hour. That's good for now, but just do it. And, you know, I'll show up when I want to show up. All these things. I mean, I can go on hours upon hours upon hours about former, former coworkers I've had who've shown up when they feel like showing up and how eventually that just costs people their business day in and day out. So if you're serious about getting into your business, if you're serious about maintaining your business and making sure your business does not fold, you got to make sure you're reaching out. It's almost like taking a fishing pole or not a a fishing rod and throwing it out there to your company and making sure you're pulling in the great people, pulling in great people that show up to work, do their job with a smile and make it so every single person that walks through those doors leaves happy and appreciative of shopping there. So they want to come back. Think about the, the experience I had in Publix versus the experience I had at Tropical Smooth. And ask yourself, what service does your business provide? Or ask yourself, if you are an employee, are you that person? Are you that person that's on the path, on the track of saying, you know, I helped someone out today. I made someone's day simply by doing my job the right way and simply by going the extra mile. I always say that this saying. That, that I picked up. I believe I was reading, it was Todd Durkin's book, a famous trainer out in California, trained Drew Brees and tons of NFL players. He says, there's never going to be a traffic jam when you're going the extra mile. Oh, oh, jot that down. Do yourself a favor and jot that down. You will not run into a traffic jam when you're going the extra mile. 
So the takeaway today, the point today, what needs to be going on in your soul, in your mind today is saying to yourself, I will, say it with me, I will go the extra mile because that extra mile, it's not going to be crowded. It's not going to be a lot of people on that road. And that that's going to be the road. You keep going the extra mile. That's going to be the road where you ultimately find your sweet spot in life, your success, that place where you're always dreaming about, that place where you wake up every single morning saying, I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get there. Well, then take the extra mile then. Take the extra mile and you will get there. All right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. A mile off in my Air Force And you ain't seen what I seen I can get a hundred thousand in these Sean John jeans I went from old school Chevy's to drop top Porsche You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force And you ain't did what I did You from where I'm from You gotta get it how you live Everybody already know G's a real street nigga Every tight see me out I'm a real street nigga I hope you got yours, I keep mine In the club, blowing drunk, throwing gang signs And you already know, dawg 745s, back to back, me and old dawg These other niggas is jokers What they reen up with, I spent it all the strokers In one night, eight bitches, ten balls of crisp Forty grand spent just to make you glance at my wrist Keep bread so we carry them toasters But keep back, though, my earrings ferocious it's not just my imagination I'm knowing I'm the topic of your conversation The jack boys say they gon' rob But on the real fuck nigga, y'all want these problems I want an old school Chevy Drop top Porsche You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force And you ain't seen what I seen I can get a hundred thousand in these Sean John jeans I went from old school Chevy To drop top Porsche You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force
And you ain't did what I did. Where you from? Where I'm from? You gotta get it how you live. I went from old school.